Now, hey guys, good morning and welcome back to an episode of Folders and Backwards, the mid-morning solo cipher. It's your girl, yours truly will be read. Wishing everyone a terrific Tuesday, guys. I hope everyone's blessed, rested, and ready, ready to shape their lives. <coughs> ready to shape their day. <coughs> and ready to just stay in control and live life. In all his glory. Um, I want to start today off with a little story about my walk this morning with my dog. So about 10 minutes into the walk with Coco, I happened to see a worm on the floor and he was in obvious distress. His physical um, motion, screamed distress, his energetic vibration, screamed distress, and common sense said he was in distress um for those who don't know i live in new york so he was out on the concrete today is the first day of um according to the weather three days of over 90 degrees which is a fucking heat wave and if he didn't make it back to the dirt soon he was going to die i don't know how long he's been struggling um, we just got past Tropical Storm Henry and what has been maybe about less than 24 hours of no rain. So you figure he was out already for a while, a nice long while. <coughs> anyway, um, once I noticed he was struggling, it instinctively... I knew I had to get him into the dirt. He was maybe about, like I said, about a foot, foot and a half away from the nearest grass patch. I don't think he would have made it. Um, besides speed, his lack of speed versus the sun reaching its height, his location was bad. He was like dead smack in the middle of a walkway. And yeah. He would have ended up getting stepped on, ran over, rolled over by somebody's bike. So what the fuck else? I mean, I really couldn't do nothing else. I couldn't leave him. That would be some bullshit, right? So I find a little stick. Because <clears throat> I'm a little rough-handed. I know I am. I'm I'm from Brooklyn. I don't know. I got <laughs> I got heavy hands. <laughs> I ain't want to pick them up. <laughs> And squeeze him. He said he was maybe about three inches long, but he was really thin, about a millimeter. <coughs> so I didn't want to take the chance of hurting him. Again, he was already in clear distress. I don't know how long he was out there. He wasn't a healthy, vibrant, that um, pale orange, like a dull pink, that we, um, rosy pink rather. A light rose pink with the yeah they do be about the color of a soft white uh, um, a soft pink rose and it's a healthy color that they have though you can tell when a worm is healthy he didn't look you know he looked like he was struggling i mean but i didn't want to grab him and hurt him so i look for the stick <clears throat> and i proceed to scoop him up safely put him in the dirt Yo, he was fighting, Lord. And I say, that worm 
was so scared, he panicked. He curled up. He flipped off the stick. He fucking played. I never seen the worm play dead. If y'all didn't know, worms can play dead. I did not notice it. The nigga straight stiffed up. Like, stiffed. And, and you know, like, so it was just mad hard to be able. I needed his little body rotations and squirms to help me secure him on the little stick. The little teeny little stick. Yo. He was panicking. Like, dead panicking. To the point where I had to take my headphones out my ear. As if he can hear me or I can hear what he's saying. But I had to take my headphones out my ear and then bark on him. Like, yo, the fucking sun is going to cook you, bro. Like, if I don't get you back in the dirt, you're going to fucking die. I promise you, it's like he understood and worked with me on the stick. <coughs> and allowed me... <coughs> transform safely into the dirt now thinking about this on the walk back and <coughs> once I got home it was rolling up getting ready to talk to you guys I'm thinking about it and it's like he would have died because he was so afraid he would have died because we didn't understand each other. Like, I could only imagine. I am 5'10", 168 pounds. Yeah, I'm fucking sexy, baby. No, but seriously. Um, at three inches long, one millimeter thick, about a millimeter in height. Yo. I can't even imagine what I looked like to And then if I'm correct... Worms don't even have eyes. So all his senses was at play. I'm huge, so I'm sure I casted some kind of shadow over him, which I could imagine he responded to as a temperature drop maybe or um, maybe with a shift in the air. I don't know how earthworms um, perceive the world around them. I'm assuming. But um, he was afraid. It's obvious. It's obvious. He went from being distressed to panicking. And I'm trying to help. And it's funny that once I started yelling at him, and keep in mind, I'm in New York City, guys. It's always, this is a city that literally never sleeps. I saw the housing worker watching me. And when I walked away, she sped up to come and see what the fuck I was making. You could tell she was walking mad fast trying to get to where I was to see what the fuck I was doing on that floor and why I was screaming at the floor. Anyway, that's just how funny it is. Like, sometimes the role of the observer, curiosity just gets the best side of you. But as the role of the doer, if you happen to notice those observing, it's funny. You They see what you don't see, but you see what they don't see. And it's a little entertaining on both ends, I guess. You can learn a lot from both roles if you're observing. Or, but, um, yeah, he was afraid and he was panicking and it's funny, but extremely amazing that once I started screaming at him, he responded. Now, there's even several things we can take with that. Maybe it was the change of the vibration of my voice because I was talking to him the entire time trying to guide him gently. 
<coughs> onto the step. One could say it was the bass in my voice, the change of vibration that the worm responded to. Um, maybe it was a coincidence. Maybe he happened to be exhausted and just happened to just, you know, roll with it. Like, fuck it, whatever happens, happens. And it was a trust thing. Maybe it was spirit. Maybe the same way as I was walking. Because again, guys, I'm fucking five foot ten and walking my door. How do you? Well, I I just notice everything. That's just me. If it's alive, I notice it. Like that's why people love me when we're in like alleys and dark places. Not alleys like that be on TV, but like side blocks and you know. Oh fuck, those really are like the alleys on TV when you think about it. Shit, yo, Brooklyn is crazy, but you know. I come in handy in places where creepy crawlies can linger and hide because for some reason I sense life. My eyes is going to navigate to it. Like if it's alive, I'm gonna notice it. Um yeah, but maybe that's what it was. I don't know, but I just found it really, really, really cool that we were able to communicate when it was no obvious means of communication and even once he got in the dirt his response was so nice like you can tell he instantly knew that he was in dirt home he was safe like the level of how he relaxed he kind of like mushed into it like it was just his whole aura changed and to really think that he could have died Cause he didn't understand because i got frustrated imagine i got frustrated like you know what well, this shit. it was just tomorrow i'm gonna, I'm gonna go. no and i think that's kind of what i wanted to get into today miscommunication i know that was a long intro telling y'all you know but i'm chatty catty if y'all don't know y'all know now i could talk for days but yeah that brings me to the actual subject of what I want to talk to about today, guys, miscommunication and how detrimental it can be. And at the same time, I'm, I want to also talk about communicating on other levels and how powerful and important it is. Because at the end of the day, imagine just for a second, right? If we were introduced to a new species, and I don't mean we were physically introduced, hey, we're homo sapiens, sapiens, this is yada, yada, yada. No, I mean, one day we stepped out of our house and it was a new species about a thousand times larger than us. Wow, a thousand worms still wouldn't even get to my fucking knee. Yo, and Matt and I, they would get some money. But it's let's just say a thousand times bigger than us, a thousand times stronger than us, um, and they're just everywhere, moving around. Uh, uh, like if we was to still maintain the life that we know with these giant as huge as beings existing above us, 
and we coexisted on, you know, for the pretty much, they don't bother us, they don't think about us, we're insignificant, and for the most part, they're so big, they're actually insignificant to us, they don't really have too much, as far as we know, I don't think the worms realize it's us who be digging in the dirt and plowing and putting shit, but you know what I mean, like, as far as we know, it's not really affecting us. And then all of a sudden, we're in distress. Maybe we get sick. Maybe we get hit by a car, um, a lightning strike, something. And then this huge as big as being that pays us pretty much no mind that we probably almost never even really got an actual look at because it's so huge. And the way we live our life, we don't pay them no mind. We don't interact. You know what I mean? We don't have no reason to interact with them. almost <coughs> innocent cosmic beings, supernatural beings. Like, what the fuck? So, what I would imagine out of our comprehension beings, <coughs> <coughs> that comes and just tries to grab you. Now, you're already hurting in the stress. Yo, aren't you going to fight for your fucking life? You're going to do like... I can only imagine we're not going to understand that help is coming, that they're trying to help and change the situation. Like, I don't really think that kicks in. I mean, survival is natural. And I'm always talking about how we got to get out of survival mode. But I mean, in times like that, it's fight or flight. I mean, you can't run. What do you do? You fight. That's hormonal. That's fucking genetic. We can't untrain that. Like, and we don't need to because it will help us. We just need to not depend on it on the levels that we do. And the society designed the way it is. is no longer a need to be on survival with it. But just contemplate that for a second. Imagine you were a worm or that our existence was on the level that we observe worms. Worms are actually rather cool. If you ever studied them or paid them any attention, they're very very organized they're very smart you know what i mean they're very useful they are very much like us like imagine something intervened in your day trying to help but you don't have no experience with this like how would you act the lack of communication the lack of ability to communicate with words um in the worm's case, it was probably pheromones. I can only imagine it was secreting um, some kind of something to get me off or rather to stick off of them um, to in some kind of way let it be known that it needs, that this is not what it wants. For us, it would be screaming, kicking, punching, biting, crying. But, you know, to each his own. Every species has its own form of communication. And it's the lack of communication that I'm just like so amazed about between sentinel beings. If, not if, since this world is so connected, since everything we see, every form of life and every form of creation is of representation of consciousness, of God, of existence. 
shouldn't we be able to communicate? Like, honestly, think about that. How will we all be able to exist? How can we all exist for this long without a real form of communication and understanding? I want us to think about that as we transition to the next part. As a person who understands, believes, practices, and teaches the shit, the universal laws, period, but the universal law of oneness, meaning that everything that ever was, is, will be, has been, everything alive, dead, or created, or has a singular starting point. I believe this. I, I, it makes sense. I understand it. I believe it. Like I said, it's something that I practice, something that I teach. It's something that I meditate on, and it does. It keeps me extremely alive, in a sense. Like I, I just enjoy life so much more with this perspective. But um, having this understanding of the law of oneness. I'm grateful for today's experience, mostly because it now gives me a deeper level of meditation to focus on when it comes to oneness, universal communication. We are all reflections of each other, of creation, of consciousness, of existence, of love, of hate, of everything that ever was, is, and will be. If you asked me before today, I would have told you mathematics was the, the divine language. It's how we'll be able to communicate with extraterrestrials when we meet them. It's how shit, we can communicate with each other when we don't even speak the same language. Math is just Math is amazing, and I don't care who likes math and who don't like math. That's not important. All jokes aside, get as good as you can in mathematics. As, as good as you can. As good as you can. Download math games. Keep your mathematics skills sharp. Numbers are very powerful tools. And understanding how they work and how to manipulate them will give you a very, very, very new perspective on life, energy, and magic. I just had to throw that out there real quick. Mm. But yeah, this morning, after experiencing it, and this literally happened a couple of hours ago, maybe two hours ago, three hours, two, what is it, 11, 10, about two and a half hours ago, sometime at nine o'clock hour this morning. Um, but I just can't stop thinking and I'm, I can't wait to really be able to sit and meditate and allow my deeper thoughts, part of the background noise, guys, I'm trying to reroll up, but I understand. It's so funny because I've been understood that everything in this universe is a vibration and I don't know why I didn't make the connection that vibration is even the communication 
Like I said, it could have been, a, a, you know, depending on who was watching this or who's thinking about it, everyone could come up with their own ideas on why the worm respond, responded the way it did when it did. Meaning, once I started yelling at it, and I said, it could have been the tone of my voice, the vibrations connected to it. Um, but even that, that's a vibration. What happened if it actually felt in that moment my fear? Because I wasn't angry with it. I was frustrated at the idea that it's going to fucking burn to death and dry out. All because it doesn't understand that I'm trying to help it. I truly think it felt me. I think it honestly felt what I was trying to do. Even though it's, a, you know, me yelling. It looks like what looked like me yelling at the ground <laughs> for it to actually, you know, respond. But <clears throat> we have to find a way to communicate. Communication can save a life. Communication, I mean, I talk about it often. It's it's our way to stay in contact with ourselves, our other versions of self. Like, this is a shared existence, but we're all experiencing it so differently. We have to be able to communicate with each other to be able to help each other, to be able to help ourselves, to be able to help the planet, to be able to extend life. We have to be able to, and not just humans, everything. <clears throat> if anyone listening has ever hugged a tree, you know how good you feel afterwards. It's like, oh. It's kind of like hugging a grandparent. It's an old feeling and they absorb all that. You know, they just take all the the wool away and just fill you up with so much love, genuine love and wisdom. If you've never hugged a tree, try to hug a tree. I ain't gonna lie, it's actually really cool. If you don't wanna look crazy, if you live in a city like me, you don't wanna look crazy hugging a tree, climb one. It's a lot easier to explain to nosy observers, right? Right. Um, my bad. I'm closing up the blind. With the transfer of energy between a human and a tree when you're hugging a tree, or even a human in the dirt when you're grounding, a human in the stone, if you carry um, healing stones, Um, a human and a flame, if you do candle magic, if you meditate, the energetic transfer between our consciousness and music, the sound of the drums, how it like takes over us. When we really think about it, we're communicating on an energetic level all the time. And I think we're so used to doing it unconsciously that we don't even realize how powerful and important it is. I define magic as the ability 
to ident to not just identify, but the or not to identify. That's part of working magic. I define magic as the ability to manipulate energy as you see fit. Magic is energy. With that same way of thinking, imagine how powerful, how, and when I say powerful, I don't mean like, oh, mighty powerful, like not like that in a conqueror sense. I mean self-empowerment. Imagine how much better you would be able to shape your best life, self, and existence if you were consciously communicating with everything you came in contact with, not just living beings. My level of empathy or my love for self and life could be the reason that I stopped for the world. My natural psychic ability to feel life, to sense life, like I said, I'm an empath. I also feel emotion. I feel distress. I feel pain. I feel happiness. Like I'm a, I'm a beacon. I'm open to so many different vibrations. I pride myself in that. I've always prided myself in that once I realized that I had that ability. But today, I'm amazed at myself because I wonder how much ability I've been sleeping on in the form of communication. Have I communicated with animals before? Yeah, big deal. Have I ever like put effort in it? No. Most of the time, my communication with animals is either with my own pet, rest in peace spirit, and Coco, when I had my turtles, like I've always had a pet. So, you know, it's usually with my pet, but I'm always communicating with animals and didn't even realize it. Like I had a whole conversation with a wasp yesterday. Like I was really worried about him, so I had to check on him today too, because he was in a lot of distress. Like his energetic signature was really low. Like my son makes fun of me because I make friends with spiders. And it's funny because I didn't ever really pay it any mind. You know, I don't know. It's all coming to me now, but I think that I've always had an ability and my dumb ass didn't realize it was an ability. And I just wonder how much I could have done before today with that ability. But you know what? Today was a great day to discover it. And I discovered it in the most amazing way. I fucking saved a life. And how did I save a life? By being me, by being open, by being willing to communicate, by being willing to communicate through frustration. Because I started getting frustrated. Like I said, the nigga wouldn't let me help him. I'm inspired now to understand this better and further, to really see what else I can communicate with. I said hindsight is 2020. I've hugged the tree before. 
I've actually had a whole conversation with a tree before. I never thought, see, I'm always so quick to label myself as weird. And I'm so aware that I'm so powerful in so many different ways. It's funny that things like this that I was born with, I just, I guess I'm so used to just being the weird person. I didn't even think about that. No, this is not weird. This is magic. This is a tool. This is part of a self-mastery and divine connection. I'm excited, guys. And the takeaway of all this, the takeaway of the episode, period, is miscommunication can kill. Find a way to communicate, guys. Find a way to communicate with yourselves, with people, with animals, with life, your neighbors, your friends, your pets, strangers, the creepy crawlies in the closet. I mean, if you can communicate with them a lot better, maybe they wouldn't become so scary. It's something to think about, right? Or, um, add-on takeaway. Be willing to see everything that makes you, you. You're so unique and you're so beautiful and you're so powerful and you're so fucking just a, a reflection of any and everything. Don't box yourselves up. Don't chalk up your uniqueness as we are old or as that's just me. It's more than likely just you, like you said, but not in the way that you think. It's your talent. It's one of your outlets to the divine. It's you spreading like consciousness. It's a tool to shape your best version of life and self. Once you identify it, once you master it, I'm really hyped, guys. I got a new tool in my toolbox. Or I can't wait to learn how to use it. I'm going to go get ready for my day. I love you guys for listening. I truly hope this resonates. I know this is more of a story than a lesson, but shit, is a lesson in everything if you're looking for one, right? Or, But have a great day, guys. If you have the opportunity to communicate through your frustrations, don't let something as simple as not understanding be a reason to not do what you want to do, not do what you know is right to do. Or <sighs> much I say, guys. Namaste. Love you later.